Broadcasting from a remote corner of the front office of Grave Diggers Local 16, it's Six Foot Plus, the podcast of music and more for those who like it spooky. because danger can happen. It's another earth-shattering, radioactive, breath-spewing edition of Six Foot Plus, the podcast that stomps about on the creepy side of music. In between pulling the spitting high-tension wires down, we turn the spotlights from the smoke clouds above down to the -the glow-in-the-dark creeps behind such genres of music as psychobilly, horror punk, demented surf, and so much more. Episodes go up Fridays over on iTunes, on mobile smartphone apps, and at the archipelago of Monster Island itself, sixfootplus.com. During the week, let me know how good you can roar through social media networks, facebook.com slash sixfootplus, at sixfootpluspodcast on Instagram, and for Twitter, it's at sixfootplus. Number six, F-T-P-L-U-S. I'm the guy who's in the new Godzilla movie more than Godzilla himself, that giant monster that is known as Strange Jason. Welcome to our kaiju-themed episode. The first time I ever really heard that term was thanks to Kaiju Big Battle. For almost 20 years, Kaiju Big Battle, a great stateside representation of the majesty and terror of giant monsters wrecking havoc upon a city. The sheer terror of seeing a giant monster step on what was an office building is only matched by that of Monster Matt Patterson, who will be joining us for another Monster Matt Minute. We'll seek refuge from the chaos in the crypt of chaos as we take our intermission with this month's killer cuts from Craig Chaos. So why a kaiju episode, dear listener? Well, this is a most auspicious occasion, as November 3rd, 1954 marks the release of the very first Godzilla movie. This year is the 60th anniversary of the Big G, and we're throwing a belated birthday bash to celebrate. Happy birthday, Godzilla! (coughs) We started the episode with a song paying tribute to both the King of the Monsters and the 70s English dub jobs his movies received. Godzilla Stomp by the King Dapper Combo. Godzilla, of course, is arguably the most popular, if not the most famous, of the kaiju. And the term is now more widespread thanks to the release of Pacific Rim. If anything, let's hope that Pacific Rim has built the audience for Kaiju Big Battle. They're still putting on live events. Head on over to kaiju.com. They might be appearing near you. 
danger can happen. Did you know that monsters of Kaiju Big Battle appeared in the music video for Ninja High School by P. Lander Z? I think Dino King Jr. and maybe Sky Doubler. Uh, don't quote me on that one. They won't show up in this next song though. This is King Kong Gong by P. Lander Z. and you're listening to six foot plus <laughs> <laughs>
Friends of the podcast, Witches in Bikinis with Colleen King Kong. Did you ever see King Kong vs. Godzilla, dear listener? No. Yes. Oh, it's a silly affair. King Kong stuffs a tree into Godzilla's mouth as a counter to the radioactive breath. Very ridiculous. But back then, Godzilla was still seen as a villain, which why, spoiler alert, King Kong wins the battle. And no, there's not a Japan-only alternative ending where Godzilla wins. It was King Kong all the way. G-Man was a bad guy back then, and King Kong himself was a bigger star. And since King Kong was created by Marion C. Cooper for the 1993 film, I don't think King Kong is considered a kaiju, but for all intents and purposes, I say he falls in line with the giant bugs, huge birds, and weird space monsters that can level Osaka in a hot minute. Though, let us not forget that when it comes to kaiju, there's only one at the top, and it's the Lizard King. interest a podcast where i your host craig chaos played you some kick-ass music and i talk about some comics and movies that are a little off the beaten path that you should definitely check out so stop on by and give a listen at uncommoninterest.libsyn.com uncommon interest Yeah. 
song about a giant radioactive monster from a band named after a movie devoted to giant ants mutated by radiation. Seems appropriate. That was them! And the song Atomic Giant Lizard Thing. Oh, it's safer to call him Atomic Giant Lizard Thing because Toho, the studio that owns Godzilla, is mighty litigious when it comes to protecting their money-making intellectual property. Oh man, the only thing scarier than receiving a notification from Toho's lawyers is, of course, the Monster Mat Minute. <laughs> That's right. It is I, well, no. No Monster Mat Minute this week as Monster Matt Patterson has gone vacationing on Monster Island. Maybe he's staying at the Monster Island Resort. Hey, have you checked out that podcast lately? I think it's at monsterislandresort.org. But don't fret. I have with me my copy of Ha Ha Horror, and it happens to have a whole chapter about kaiju. Let's read from it now, shall we? What would happen if Gamera died? He'd stiffen up with rigor tortoise. What does a giant flying turtle have to do with photography? You have to look through the camera eye. Like camera? Personally, I would have gone with camera lens, but I'm not the man of a thousand bad monster jokes. What happens if Gamera puts a finger in the electric socket? He gets shell-shocked. Let's see, is there anything else besides Gamera? How do most arguments on Monster Island start? Godzilla usually says, Yo, Mothra is so ugly. Nah. What do you get if you cross Godzilla with Jay-Z? A reptile! Uh, uh. Let's just do one more and we'll be over with this. Why is Gamera upset? With all the fighting he does, he feels like he should be referred to as the original Mutant Ninja Turtle. Well, he's better than the Michael Bay movie at light. I think that'll wrap it up for this faux Monster Matt Minute this week. So, as Monster Matt Patterson would say, Ouija board wishes and cadaver dreams. Goodbye. This has been the Monster Matt Minute with Monster Matt Patterson. Congratulations, you survived. For more from the man of a thousand bad monster jokes, follow Monster Matt on Twitter at number one Monster Matt. That's the number one Monster Matt. Keep track of Monster Matt's conventions appearances, his artwork, and info on his new book, Ha Ha Horror, over at his website, Ha Ha Horror, found online at hahahorror.com.
Cats like us is the place to go Cats like us for retro clothes Cats like us is the place to be Downtown to one to Main Street Come to Cats Like Us for all your rockabilly and retro clothes. Visit us at 67 Main Street, Tonawanda, New York, or catslikeus.com. A trio of instrumental tributes. Monsters from Mars, Hedora no Shiyukudai, which translates to Hedora's Homework. Before them, a musical trip to Yokohama with Go Tsunami's Mount Midoriyama. You might recognize that name from the Japanese television series Sasuke, or as it's known in the States, 
Ninja Warrior. One of the few foreign competitors to make it to the last level of competition was none other than Kane Kosuge, who you might know from his appearances in Godzilla Final Wars and Ultraman, the ultimate hero. And yes, he is the eldest son of ninja movie legend Sho Kusugi. Before them, the stateside defenders against giant monsters Daikaiju. They're in Europe until the 9th, and from what I've read, the continent is realizing that there is no show like a Daikaiju show. Thankfully, they're capping off their tour with a show nearby here on the way home, and I look forward to having my mind exploded. Though, if it's getting a little too much for you, dear listener, and you need to take a break from all the giant creatures, let us duck into the Crypt of Chaos for another killer cut. This is Killer Cuts from Craig Chaos. Craig Chaos is a vinyl enthusiast and host of Uncommon Interests, found online at uncommoninterests.libsyn.com. Once a month, Craig is kind enough to dip into the Crypt of Chaos to produce a vinyl recording of a killer song. This time around, Craig has shared with us Rockin' in the Graveyard, which is also known as Stompin' in the Graveyard, by Jackie Morningstar. Not too much is known about Jackie Morningstar. He gave us this spooky rockabilly tune back in 1959. And since then, it could be found on numerous compilations. This version comes from the Penny Records compilation, Monster Mash. Penny Records is a European label who is famous for packaging a CD with their vinyl albums so you can have both the analog and the digital copy. I agree with Craig on this, nice. So track down a copy as you hear Rockin' in the Graveyard by Jackie Morningstar. <laughs> now you've heard of the purple people eater And they sing of the witch doctor too I guess these songs have sold a million copies well, I got one to sell a million, too. <laughs>
Stratos, Triun Endon Awakes. From the official soundtrack to the tabletop role-playing game Mecha vs. Kaiju, the band behind that album, and Bailey Records, has also unleashed the game Kaiju Chaos, along with the soundtrack to go with it. You can learn all about this over at kaijuchaos.com. We have another Kaiju birthday coming up this month as Gamera first appeared on the silver screen on November 26, 1965. So happy birthday, Gamera! To celebrate, here's the band Mothra with a song about your favorite kaiju full of turtle meat, Gamera. between you and a corpse, style. And let me tell you, the dead have a leg up on you because they've been using the power of voodoo. That's right, they've been going to voodoosugar.com. Over there, they've got pins, bags, teas, stuff for the kids, stuff for the crypt. Why, they're the coolest stiffs around. Are you going to let that cadaver make a kook out of you? Well, fear not, voodoo sugar is for the living too. Voodoosugar.com cool swag for the living and living dead.
came ashore 30 minutes ago at the mouth of the Sakai River. Land, air, and sea units of the nation's defense force have gone into action in an effort to prevent the huge green monster from retreating back into the ocean, and of course to destroy him. who took their name from the tagline to Toho's The Human Vapor. You gotta love those samples from War of the Gargantuas. I can only imagine how that song would have sounded if they used samples from the rare international version of that film. Seriously, go and look up Katango's War, K-A-T-A-N-G-O. Do that sometime and prepare to be amazed. We also had a song from Bottlenose Coffins, whose album Gayzilla had that song. Gojira! Ah, uh, fun times.
That was Shonen Knife from Japan and Monster Jellyfish. That's a song that'll make you think of Dogora, the space monster. Wait, was it Dogora or Dagora? I don't really know. <laughs> what I do know is that our Godzilla Kaiju tribute is drawing to a close. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Tune in next Friday for another episode of Six Foot Plus. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave a rating and write a review. Much appreciated. And if you're on Twitter, drop me a line at Six Foot Plus. Don't forget to read Gravedigger's Local 16 over at gravediggerslocal.com. If you missed any of the plethora of articles that popped up during the Halloween countdown, now is the time to catch up. I understand it was a very busy Halloween season. You just couldn't have done everything. But November is here, so it's time to put your feet up and catch up with all the spooky stuff you might have missed. And don't miss us next week. We are on our way out now. And since this is a Godzilla-flavored kaiju tribute, there is only one appropriate way to end it. So let us head to the bottom of Tokyo Bay with Rota's Remains Oxygen Destroyer. <laughs> Until next time, dear listener, go, go, Godzilla!
Six Foot Plus, episode 127, Kaiju Agogo. This has been Six Foot Plus, a GDL 16 production. To support, subscribe, rate, review, and recommend Six Foot Plus. The theme song, Carpe Noctum, performed by the Madeira. Shivala Ivan, Urban Graveyard Lounge Music, performed by Kava Khan. Mahalo! Monster Matt Patterson of the Monster Matt Minute can be found online at hahahorror.com. To find out about all the music you heard on this episode, as well as all past episodes and all those important links, go to Six Foot Plus. That's the number six, F-T-P-L-U-S dot com.